Pastor and I are going to do uh, the message together tonight. Um, we we really felt like in our hearts that we should take some time to pray too. So we're going to teach a little bit, just for a little bit, on prayer, share some scriptures, and encourage, and then then we're going to pray up a storm, as they say. Let's do it. Right. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Except it's a Holy Ghost storm. It's not a bad storm. <laughs> yeah, not a cat, whatever. <laughs> no, no cat doors. No cats. <laughs> no cats here. <laughs> Amen. So I was going to start just by reading, encourage Matthew 21, verse 13. And I love this, uh, what Jesus said. He said, it is written, my house shall be called the house of prayer. Yeah. And um, I think that when you call something some something, it really has a deep meaning. Uh, I think that um, it's representative of what he wanted uh, the local church to look like. Right. And, and and prayer is not just praying like we'll pray tonight or even right. praying in tongues. Prayer is what we've been doing for about 45 minutes here. Yeah. It's worship, the isn't it? Yes. And praise. And uh, that's a, a very high form of prayer that giving we don't thanks. need to forget. That yeah, giving thanks. That that's that's praying when you're when you're worshiping, when you're singing to the Lord, you're fellowshipping with Him. And many times those words are declarations, and um, and uh, even um, you're entreating the Lord yes. for things. So uh, remember that. I think we should make prayer interesting. And not just repetitive, you know, vain repetitions. Yeah, as the things, heathen does. As the heathen. What yeah. the word says. It's yeah. what the word says, yeah. So, uh, when you, when you sing, when you're singing to the Lord, remember that's, you're praying, you're spending time with Him. And, and, um, Brother Hagen, Brother Hagen called it practicing the presence of the Lord. Yeah. That you just practice the presence. And a lot of people say, well, I don't, I've heard people say, well, I don't really feel anything or, I don't, I don't ever have these encounters that others describe, you know, right. with the Lord. And it's like, uh, well, you have to, you have to spend time with Him, you know, mm-hmm. and just do it by faith. Yeah. If you don't feel anything, don't worry about that. The feelings will soon enough come, you know. It's true. They never come. So what? You just, <laughs> you just, uh, you just uh, worship Him and talk to Him. And if you'll listen, He'll talk back to you. He is always speaking to you. I had a guy one time that was part of our ministry, and he was driving me home from Fort Worth to Tulsa, and uh, that's quite a drive, actually. It's uh, about four and a half hours, something like that, almost five hours. And we're driving in the car, and he's got the radio blaring. Well, I'm not saying anything because it's his rate, it's his car and his radio. I couldn't hardly hear him because the radio, you know. And I mean, it's Christian music, but it's still just blasting and blaring and really loud and and uh, going down the road. And he's trying to talk, and I'm shouting over it. And his question was, uh, "I never," re- he said, "Brother David, I just to be honest. I love the Lord. I'm a minister. I just really never seem to hear the voice of God like others describe." I had been to his home, and when you walked into there, the TV was going. Full blast, you know, with uh, usually football on or something. He was a sports fan. Nothing wrong with that. You know, right. I'm not saying that's wrong, but he just, you know, you couldn't even hardly have a conversation mm-hmm. in the home for the the TV going. Right. I hope this story makes sense. 
but the TV's blasting and then the radio's going. And, uh, I said to him, uh, I bet you'd go to bed at night with the radio on or some music or something. Yeah, absolutely. You know, see, I said, so unless you're sleeping, there's some kind of noise going all the time. Well, it's the word, brother David, and it's prayer and it's, you know, pray, you know, praise songs and, and, you know, Christian music and preaching. And I said, well, that's all good. That has a place in your life. Amen. Yeah. Faith comes by hearing, hearing the word. Sometimes you pop in a, a tape or a CD. It shows you how old I am. Tapes. Kids these days that tape, that's what you put on a package, you know. But, uh, we had tapes. I remember tapes. And, uh, used to have like racks and racks, right, of cassettes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, we would, you know, you put on a, now it's an MP3, I guess, mm-hmm. download of a, of a message. That's all wonderful. But I said to him, I said, do you have any time ever in your waking hours that you don't have something going? And he said, no. I said, there's your problem. He's, I said, it's not that the Lord's not speaking. You can't hear him for the din of noise that you've created. Yeah. It's so practical and yet, you know, somebody's missing it. Yeah. And he thanked me later. He said, you know, that made a big difference. I, I said, in the morning, don't just turn on noise. Just mm-hmm. have a quiet morning. Listen, you, the Lord will speak to you. He'll give you direction. Yeah. And that's prayer too. Yes, prayer it is. is part of prayer. Prayer is not a monologue. It should be a dialogue. It should be, that's right. uh, it's not like the presidential debate <laughs> where everybody screams at each other <laughs> and God. it starts with you smell, no, you smell. Well, you smell worse. <laughs> well, you smelled first, you know, so, uh, that's not what prayer is supposed to be shouting at God and uh, not, not that you don't shout the victory, but you know, just yelling at God. Prayer. I've been, I've been with people that prayed that they sucked every gnat in the county down in there when they're praying. <laughs> you know, trying to, trying to pray, trying to pray, yelling at God. And it's like, I don't know how, I don't even know if God appreciates that, to be honest. I know I never did. We, uh, somebody said God's not deaf. But my mother, Sister Pentecostal, used to say he's not nervous either. Well, I, I, I get both of those ideas. And sometimes there's a time to raise your voice. But there's a time, too, to just to just talk to God in a normal tone. Yeah. And uh, fervency doesn't have anything to do with volume, necessarily. You That's know. true. Yeah, Jeremiah 33. I've sputtered to a close. Jeremiah 33 <laughs> says, Call unto me and I will answer yeah. you. And show you. So you have to so, listen for the answer, right? Yeah. yeah. I think sometimes, yeah. you know, even in conversation, many times we over talk and we don't probably listen as much as we should. And, and right. we need to do the same thing with God. Yes. Because He will show us things. He will tell us things. Yes. Uh, I wanted to look at James 5. Okay. Let me find. I can see I'll go under the light. Um, he says here in verse 16, confess your faults one to another and pray one for another. So there we have the word pray mm-hmm. that you may be healed. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. The first thing I want to do is 
in case something gets weird with this. On this, confess your faults one to another. That doesn't mean you're supposed to go around telling everything you can think of wrong with you. <laughs> you know, that just gets, that just gets really strange. But it really <laughs> means to just be open and, and, and honest with each other yeah. and pray for one another. Amen. Mm-hmm. If you have a need, uh, you can say, listen, would you agree with me? Now let me, let me show you how to do that in a church. Oftentimes, if you're not careful, people come looking to the church or to individuals to meet their need. Mm-hmm. But God will meet your need. Amen. The church yeah. is not your source. People in the church are not your source. The pastor is not your source. Uh, you'd run out pretty quick if it, that was the case. Uh, but you'll notice that God's our source. And so when it talks about praying for each other, it means, you know, if you have a need to say, look, I'm standing, I, I prefer people to say this if I can teach them, to say, I'm standing on the word for my healing, for example. And uh, Isaiah 53, 4 and 5 says, by Jesus' stripes I was healed. But I also believe in the prayer of agreement. Would mm-hmm. you agree with me that this scripture is true and it's working for me? Mm-hmm. Do you see how much stronger that is yeah. than just I'm sick and I need help? I'm sick and I need help. Well, God will help you if you're sick and you need help. No, no worries. But mm-hmm. it's better to go from a faith standpoint, amen, yeah. and give us some faith to hook up with right. instead of having to undo everything and start from scratch all the time. And so... um or if you have a financial need or a material need, it's okay to say, you know, Pastor, I have a need, but I'm believing that God is meeting my needs according to His riches, my glory in Christ Jesus, and I'd just like some agreement. Mm-hmm. I'd like for your faith to hook up with me. How many can see that's a stronger yeah, prayer? For sure. And, and is, is more faith, it's, it's more faith, um, f- founded than, than need founded. Yeah. And so we, we want to avoid need, fi- need foundation mm-hmm. and go with faith foundation. That's right. All right. So it says here, uh, we got that part. Uh, the effectual fervent or hot prayer of a righteous man avails much. Now in the amplified, the classic amplified, it says the earnest, heartfelt, continued prayer. Mm-hmm. So, uh, a fervent prayer would be a hot prayer, but heat comes from the heart. In other words, it's not, again, it's not how loud you scream or, you know, foam at the mouth. We used to have this preacher that would come around and he would, he would scream his message so loud and, 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 and so much spit would come out. That if you sat anywhere in the first or second row, you were wet by the end of the service. <laughs> he wouldn't do too good in this day of COVID, would he? He would. You literally would have to like bring a hanky with you or something, you know, to wipe it off. It was kind of disgusting. Um, he was a missionary, bless his heart. I guess they liked it better in other places. <laughs> You just, you know, come here, brother so-and-so, bring your towel. Because you're going to be anointed in ways that you never imagined. So heartfelt hasn't have anything to do with volume or screaming 
or uh, slinging saliva <laughs> across the, the front three rows, amen. But it's heartfelt. In other words, this is something from your heart. Continual, continued, I like that. You don't, you just continue in prayer. Mm-hmm. Of a righteous man. Well, we know, thank God we know a little teaching here about that. We're righteous, not by law keeping, but we're righteous by the finished work of Christ. Mm-hmm. So if you're a believer, you're a righteous person. And your prayer will avail as much as the pastor's prayer mm-hmm. or anyone else. Amen. Yeah, uh, righteous man makes tremendous power available. How about that? Sometimes we need some power, don't we? Yeah. Dynamic in its working. Dy- dynamic, um, uh, the root of that word is the same as dynamite. In other words, it's got explosive power. It's got a, a life of its own. And, uh, let's continue reading there. Elijah was a human being with a nature such as we have, with feelings, affections, and a constitution like ours. And he prayed earnestly for it not to rain, and it rained not on the earth for three years and six months. And then he prayed again, and the heavens uh, opened up, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, supplied rain, and the land produced its crops, what does that say? As usual, yeah. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, I like it that it says, uh, in King James it says, with like passions like as us. Mm-hmm. And in other, it could have said Elijah was a prophet, and that's why he... Boy, thank God doesn't say that. Because if it did, everybody would go around and say, well, that's because he was a prophet, rather than when that's the reason things happen for him. But you, you don't know, you know, just a regular believer certainly can't expect, you know, you know, all the reasons yeah. why it won't work. Right. But thank God <laughs> scripture doesn't say that because he was a prophet, he prayed this happened. Yeah. It says it was because he was a righteous man with a heartfelt, earnest prayer. Amen? Amen. Well, now let's tie this together, and you teach on this part. Go to Romans 8. Go to Romans 8. Okay. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> okay. Romans eight twenty six. Um, because I want to talk about, uh, I want to talk a little bit about how to connect, you know, heartfelt, yeah. how to connect your heart to God's. That's where you'll produce the most power. Yes. Good. So. Amen. Okay. Let me say one thing about James, because we were, years ago, I was, when I was at Rama, um, Patsy had asked Brother Hagen, she said, after you, uh, you were on the, the bed of sickness and you prayed, Mark eleven twenty three and 24, did you just stop praying after that? Because many people got the idea. One time. That it was one time. You, you said the word continued. Yeah. Continued prayer. 
And he said, absolutely not. I kept praying the whole, you know, every day, every, all day and all night. I was well, it praying. becomes a Thanksgiving too, I think, with it. Sure. Thanking God that what you're praying is true and yeah. is coming to pass. And you still commune with God and talk to God. Now you might not go back over what you just prayed about as far as right. the prayer of faith. Right. You just give him thanks for that. But, but that doesn't mean that you don't commune with him and, and, uh, ask him. Bring it up. Yeah. Ask <laughs> him if there needs to be clarification or anything else that you need to do. You know, yeah. you, you continue to talk to God. Yes. And I thought that was, that was a really good, that not, is good. thing to know about the continued prayer. Amen. I mean, the Bible says pray without ceasing. So we always need to really be in contact with God, don't we? Yeah. And so we can have, I want to talk about like the subject of prayer. Obviously we have, we take prayer requests at church and, you know, we have uh, members and friends who, who have, um, you know, prayer needs. And so oftentimes we, we think that our prayer has started and ended on what we just know in our head, you know, like yeah. just information that we have. But the Holy Spirit will hook up with you yeah. and help you pray a heartfelt prayer for something that you hadn't even been thinking about. It's true. Or sometimes you could be interceding, standing in the gap for like a missionary somewhere that you don't even know and never will meet this yeah. side of heaven. Right. But uh, you're standing in the gap for somebody in trouble, somebody with a need, somebody that needs protection or favor. Yeah. And uh, you'll just be hot on that. You know what I mean by hot on it? It's on your heart. It's heavy. And you're praying it. And uh, so that's why Romans 8.26 yeah. is so important. So good. Um, another story, a Brother Higgins story, this relates to yeah. this as well. Because yeah. if we get real emotional about things, if something tragic has happened, or we found out a diagnosis yeah. that's not good, or, or a financial disaster, something's happened. Uh, many times we're we're very emotional and maybe even panic a little yeah, bit by all right. that. We go into frantic and panic. Right, and and so many times, you know, we we really need to to get um, back into where the spirit of God is, so that we can listen and know what yes. what does He say about this situation, what is He seeing, and what does He need to say, and then we can pray out those things. I think that's a way to connect. Right. With him. And, and one, another thing, Patsy, I learned so much about prayer yeah, when I was I at Rama that these Good. stories, even though it was 40 years ago, I still remember. Uh, another thing she said was one day they had a prayer request that was turned in that was horrible, horrible thing happening to a person. And so she ran across the campus and she ran up to Brother Hagin's office and she said, we've got to pray now. <laughs> we've got to pray now about this person. You know, this yeah. is horrible what's happened. And he goes, well, just put it down on my desk. She goes, but dad, I mean, we need now. It needs yeah. to be now. <laughs> no, just put it down on my desk. Patsy. <laughs> but she learned then that right. he's listening to the spirit of God. He's not not caring. He's listening to the Spirit of God, and you don't pray panic prayers really to no. get any kind of results because they're out of our intelligence, and what, what do we know? What you right? don't want to do in the spirit realm is put out, is, is, is deliver out, put out fear. Mm -hmm. You don't want to be producing fear and, and, and acting off of that fear instead of acting off of faith. Yeah. And so sometimes we need to just calm down, take a breath. Yeah. And start praising the Lord mm -hmm. that um, He is Lord. Yes. And uh, He is God. And, you know, 
Um, you've made heaven, you know, like we prayed that all, so often in Acts 3. Right. You've made heaven and earth and all that's in them, you yeah. know, and, and then they said, and now, now Lord, behold their threatenings. So the, they didn't pray about the threat the first thing. That's right. They, that's they, they kind of got their feet established. Right. So it's kind of like going to a street fight. You don't want to just jump out there half cocked. You want to, Kind of get your confidence up and sure. assess the situation and see what's going to happen. Amen. Yeah. So I'll read this. Yeah. This is Romans eight twenty six. Likewise, the spirit also helpeth our infir- infirmities for we know not what we should pray for as we ought. See, that's the thing. Uh-huh. We don't know sometimes, yeah. many times, but the spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings, which cannot be uttered. And he that searches the hearts knoweth what is the mind of the spirit. And I wrote by mind plan. You know, he knows yeah, the plan. Um, he knows uh, the mind of the spirit because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. And then the conjunction there, after we've prayed and gotten the mind of God on this, mm-hmm. then we know all things work together for the good. Yeah. Right. Uh, to them that love God and are called according to his purpose. So that what this is, this is the great cooperation verses mm-hmm. in prayer. Is That's why it says all things work together. In other words, us working with the mind of the Spirit, working with God and his will, yeah. works things together. Now people will pull that verse right there out of context mm-hmm. and say all things work together for good, you know, some horrible things happen and they try to throw that in as God's will and all things work together. You can't do that. You no. can't take a verse of scripture, just jerk it out of context and then make a doctrine off of it. And then That's you right. hurt people yeah. with the doctrine, but it causes bad believing. Mm-hmm. But that's so good. It says uh, all things work together, meaning all things in the spirit, in prayer, working yeah. with the spirit works together for our good. Amen. Um, I wanted to to emphasize the infirmity. It says the infirmity there does not mean sickness. It means um, just our lack of knowledge, uh, lack of information, because we're human beings and we can only know what's come to us through uh, what we read or what we hear mm-hmm. or what we know just from experience. But the Holy Spirit knows beyond our knowledge. Yeah. How many believe that? Yeah. The Holy Spirit knows what you can't see. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you're praying, let's say you're praying for a wayward child or grandchild and they're just acting like what one friend of mine says, they've gone, they've gone up fool's hill. They're going to have to come back down. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> just going up fool's hill. How many's ever had somebody? Went up full yeah. hill, and you're watching them, and you're going, this is really ridiculous. And so you're praying for them, and you're standing in the gap, and you you don't know the whole story. You don't know, you know, what their prayers at night are about, or anything, yeah. or what their retention of God. And I I've had relatives who literally declared to me that they were an atheist all of a sudden. And I'm thinking, they're no more an atheist than I'm an astronaut. But it's just something to say and sound cool. (laughs) So these days, that's what, uh, so ridiculous. Well, thank God I know better than as if, as if that declaration would send them to hell. No, it wouldn't. That's not the unpardonable sin to get, to get into, uh, deception and say something stupid. 
But uh, I'm thinking, oh, you're no more an atheist. I had a relative say that to me. I'm now an atheist. I'm thinking, you're no more an atheist than I'm an astronaut. I'm telling you. I wouldn't know how to flip the switch. You know, I, I could read the one that says, whatever you do, don't touch this button, you know. I'm liable to accidentally hit it, you know. <laughs> and off goes the rocket the wrong direction. But, you know, I had somebody say that. Yeah, I'm an atheist. I'm thinking, no, you're not. And so I'm praying. And, uh, boy, you know what? God turned that around. And this same person, a few years later, wrote to me and said, please pray for me. Well, see, like I said, I knew they were. <laughs> but, you know, if you if you just get all emotional about everything you see and hear, you're going to have a tough time in this world. Yeah. You're going to have to, um, you're going to have to learn to listen to the spirit. And that's what this yeah. is. So our infirmity is not that we don't know anything about the subject or what mm-hmm. to pray about, but we don't know what we ought to know. Yeah. But the spirit knows. He knows if it's caused an offense. He knows if there's something that's happened to them that we don't know about. Right. Uh, a person, we're standing in the gap for divine healing. We we don't know what deal they've tried to make with God or what. It, we don't know all the deep, deep things. Mm-hmm. Or sometimes people have a death wish. You have to pray them past that. There's yeah. all kinds of stuff that can be off kelter in a person, and we don't know. They, they, they've never breathed the word to another person. That's true. Am I getting carried away? Am no, I in the weeds here? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is. It's, it's interesting. But God does know. God knows, he knows. And he knows how, with our intercession, he knows how uh, to to get in there and change that heart or change that death wish to a, a desire to live or whatever it would be, something right. like that. Yeah, exactly. Amen. And if we don't know or, or we feel like maybe we haven't heard him, tell us which direction to go in prayer. The wonderful thing about the Holy Spirit is that we can pray in the Holy Ghost. Yes. We can pray in other tongues. Yes. And the Bible says that we are praying the perfect will of God yeah. for Amen. that person. Yes. So, Because really, sometimes it's not any of our business right. about someone else and what they're doing and what they're going through. You know, God won't even share some things because he... You know he's he's a good God and he's personal with people and and maybe he doesn't want us to know all. Well, and sometimes situation. you get things in the spirit about folks that you're praying for, and that's not for you to run out in the street and tell everybody either. Yeah. You know, you say, well, if I got this secretly from the Lord, then I'm going to keep it a secret. And sometimes you're not even supposed to tell the person. That's true. That you've prayed for. That's true. You know, some of the early charismatics, God bless their hearts, but darling hearts and stupid heads, as Brother Hagen would say. Mm-hmm. I didn't say that. Brother Hagen said it. <laughs> but, um, you know, they thought everything they got from the Lord was just for public, you know, get the, on the, get on the horn, as they say, mm-hmm. <laughs> and shout it out to everybody and, uh, caused a lot of problems in some of the churches and stuff, you yeah. know. Uh, well, the Lord shows me this is your sin or whatever. And it would be like, well, that would be for you to pray for them. Right. That God would strengthen them and help yeah. them overcome it. Not for you to announce it to the whole church. Right. And, um, but I think they thought if they got something from God, it was supposed to, they were so excited. I think they were so excited they got something from God. Probably. That they thought that, you know, that they were supposed to tell the whole world. Yeah. But a lot of what you get from the Lord, and Brother Hagin said even as a prophet, 
the Lord would show him things about people. And he would say, now, is this just for me to pray for them? Or should I say something to them? Or, you know, whatever. And he said, oftentimes the Lord would say, don't say anything to them, but this is their problem. This is what you need to pray for them. And they would be delivered out of that. And it was his prayers that helped bring that. They never even knew that somebody knew and that they were praying. Praise God. It's just wisdom stuff. You yes, know. it is. Amen. So I but, am in the weeds, aren't I? No, 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 no. I think that those are wonderful points. And I think that <laughs> the, the neat thing about the Holy Ghost, though, is if we don't know, yeah. if we feel like God's not sharing with us someone else's problem or deal, then we can pray in the Holy Ghost. And we pray uh, according yes. to the will of God. And so praying in the Holy Ghost is so powerful, yes. isn't it? I think sometimes we don't realize because our understanding is unfruitful. But, oh, wow. Well, and got some, a whole power-packed way of praying there. Yeah, amen. Well, and sometimes we've experienced this here when we had prayer school. We'd get together and, you know, we'd have a prayer list, you know, people that turned in prayer requests. And we'd think, okay, we're really going to pray on that. And, you know, you pray... <laughs> You'd pray about it, but, you know, just was no, no hookup, no real unction for some of it. You know, you just, okay, well, we called their name in prayer. Praise the Lord. Doesn't mean that God didn't hear it. God, God's not moving. But on the other hand, then sometimes something would come up that we hadn't even, we don't even have on the official list, mm-hmm. so to speak. Right. And that's when you'd hit pay dirt because you would, uh, you would, um, pray the mind of the spirit would have us praying for something that had nothing to do with our church, mm-hmm. had nothing to do with any of our church members, some, you know, maybe a, a move of God somewhere or whatever. And boy, you would just, the Holy Spirit would like hit you right in the gut with that one. Yeah. And we'd pray really long and hard about that. Mm-hmm. And uh, the other prayer requests, you know, they were, they were okay, but just no, no fervency. Right. So I think that sometimes, um, Brother Hagen used to, again, just, we just, sorry, we were just taught by, <laughs> by him and his, him and his minions. Anyway, uh, brother, <laughs> we were some of the minions, weren't we? Uh, but anyway, brother, brother Hagen would teach us that too. Sometimes you'll, you'll try to, you'll try, has anybody ever tried to pray about a situation and you just couldn't break through? You just couldn't, you couldn't get into the flow with that. It wasn't your groove. And uh, he said, when you when you would hit that, just back off of it, mm-hmm. because the Holy Spirit knows everything. Amen. Yeah. And some some folks again, they're just so, you got to give them an E for effort, you know. Yeah. But we don't want E's for effort. We want no. A for results. Exactly. We want results. Amen. It's so important. Well, why pray if you're not going to see the results? And it's not uh, what we determine to do. It's it's God's determination and what He knows needs to be said and done and prayed. And it's just really there's a joy that comes with following God in prayer. Yes. And there's a real pain when you're trying to (laughs) pray something that, like you said, there's just not uh, any kind of unction for it. And you think, oh, this is dry and it's not getting anywhere. Uh, One one thing that people used to say in Pentecost a lot was put, put me on your prayer list. And I, I remember Brother Hagen talking about he, he would answer people back. He says, I don't have a prayer list. And they would look at him like he had just, you know, 
spit on the statue of the Virgin Mary or something, you know. I mean, it was like blasphemous. What do you mean I don't have a, what do you mean I don't have, what do you mean you don't have a prayer list? What kind of a preacher is that? Well, put me on your prayer list. He says, I don't have a prayer list. I pray according to the Holy Spirit. And I pray according to, you know, things that have something to do with him. But just somebody out of the blue, you know, he's a guest speaker at some church. Hi, my name's, you know, Marilyn Smith, and I live on 3rd Street, and keep me in your prayers. And he's going to the next church to start the next revival with 900 people. You're, there's no way to keep all that straight. That's just crazy. Mm-hmm. And it, it's, it becomes religious. I'm telling you, it's just, it's just like something to say. Um, but, um, keep me in, keep me on your prayer list. Well, you know, if I had a, if I had a prayer list for everybody that had asked me to be on a prayer list the last 50 years of my life, <laughs> I, I would, I would have to go to a monastery and sit there all day and do nothing but call their name. Well, that's, that's just not even practical. So these are things that we just learned, thank God, from Brother Hagen was mm-hmm. bold enough to take it on. Yeah. Uh, religious sounding stuff. That really doesn't work, and nobody does it anyway, hardly. Mm-hmm. So, um, you, you know, we certainly want to respond to people's prayer requests. I'm not saying no, of course, anything yes. against that. Amen. Right. We've got some tonight yeah. that we need to pray about. But the point is, is that all you do is stick to a prayer list. You're never going to really grow right. to be as effective, mm-hmm. especially in intercession. Yeah. Now, un- unfortunately, true. a few years ago, we had some nuts that got loose, you know, and almost ruined the ministry of intercession. Yeah. I mean, almost ruined it, you know, yeah. because they got wacky. Everything was a demon and they were, you know, seeing poltergeist and all kinds of things were happening. And, uh, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm not kidding. Oh, you no, know. no, no. We got awful. wacky. Awful. They're, they're birthing out stuff, you know, right in the service and it was embarrassing. Yeah. And, um, so that kind of put a squash on the idea of it, but there is a real intercession, a real intercession. Yes. And there is the truth of birthing things in the spirit realm. Yeah. But it doesn't have to turn into, you know, the exorcist, you know, right. the head spinning around is when's the green, you know, when's the projectile vomit coming? Because, you know, you just felt like it was just one step away from that in right. some cases. Yeah. So the idea of intercession got put on hold. Mm-hmm. But there is a ministry of intercession. Oh, yeah. And, and, and Paul said, Paul said, I uh, travail in birth again. Yes. Uh, Amen. Till Christ be formed. I know my mother has been used greatly in uh, in intercession. Or, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Where she'll just double over <laughs> somewhere. And you, because once you know, figure this out, you know she's not in pain. She's not suffering. Right. But she's just in prayer. Mm-hmm. And I've seen her just double over into the floor. And you think somebody else would walk in and think, oh, my God, she needs help. Something's wrong. And you're going, no, she's just let her do her thing. <laughs> she's going to pray this out. And then sure enough, we find out, get a phone call, or somebody had had a real issue yeah. that she stood in the gap for. Praise That's God. a whole other night, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, but it's wonderful. <laughs> it's good to talk about these things. Well, nobody does anymore. I know. And when you don't talk about things, many times you don't see the manifestations. It doesn't those. go with the black wall and the smoke machine. <laughs> oh, my. Praise the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather have I'd rather have the glory cloud than the smoke machine. How about you? 
<laughs> yeah. Amen. But getting back to prayer requests. How about the, a bubble machine? Yeah. Oh, that'd be fun. That would be. That would be. be more the fun. children would love it too. Yeah. Um, uh, way back when I was at Rama, we had a t- Patsy led prayer then, Patsy Caminetti, and um, so she took prayer requests that day. And my brother had called me and said, "I need prayer for." My friend's sister, something had happened to her leg and they were going to amputate mm. her leg. She was 15. And, um, so Keith had called me and said, please pray. Well, I'd never met this friend of his. He, he was in college. And then, of course, I didn't know the sister either, but I, but I raised my hand and I told Patsy and we prayed that day. There was about 85 of us at prayer school and we prayed for this gal. We didn't even know her name. Wow. Didn't know anything about her. Well, a couple of weeks later, I called Keith and I said, tell me about this girl. She, he said, well, the doctors looked at it again and said, we don't, there's no reason to amputate it. It's Praise re, God. You God know, turned it circulation around. and everything's happening that's good. And uh, the thing was turned around. So, you know, prayer requests can be very you know, powerful. Very powerful. Absolutely. And so we're certainly not discounting that. No. But what we were saying many times, even when you get a prayer request, be led of the Spirit on how to pray for that. Yeah. And then um, don't just go by list all the time because somebody that really needs prayer might not be on your list. Yeah. But (laughs) But he's on God's list. He's on God's list. So listen (laughs) to that. Amen. Amen. Well, should we spend a little time here in prayer before we go? Um, Let's pray. First of all, I have a praise report that I read and confirmed on Facebook is, uh, you remember we prayed a few weeks ago for the for Walt Bollinger uh, had a throat cancer diagnosis and in the beginning the prognosis was really not good. It this you know it's like we can treat this but we don't know and uh, I think he went through some real challenges. Mm-hmm. But they went and did a PET scan just a couple of days ago. And he, they've declared that he's cancer free. Praise God. So, Is that uh, awesome. <laughs> amen. And, uh, they're friends of the church here. And so we thank God for them, ministers. Amen. Yeah. And they just went through a, a tough time. Their daughter passed away, but God's come through on amen. his healing. And I'm so happy I know. for that. Amen. Amen. So Jesus is still in the miracle business. Yes. And the healing business. That's right. And that, it's so wonderful to hear a praise report like that. Yeah. Amen. Um, but we need to pray for Sister Jeannie Richards. She's been attacked with, uh, the shingles. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that's, uh, that's a toughie. And, uh, so, uh, let's lift her up and a few others. Amen. Amen. Father, we lift up Jesus. Sister Jeannie tonight, yes. one of our church members. So we thank you for touching her. We thank you for, for healing her body. And Lord, we continue to stand in the gap for her healing. And uh, we thank you for your healing touch in her life. We thank you that Jesus bore her sicknesses and carried her pains at Calvary. By his stripes, she was healed. Satan, take your hands off of God's property right now in the name of Jesus. We just bind that that spirit. It's a virus, and we command it to wither and dry up in her body right now in Jesus' holy name. Amen. And uh, Scarlett, why don't you lead us in prayer for the the president? And, uh, you know, he's... he's, He's out of the woods, as they say, but he still has this thing, mm-hmm. you know, in 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 his body. And let's just uh, 
Can you pray? That? Yes, okay. absolutely. Father, we lift up our president and we curse this thing in the name of Thank Jesus. You, Jesus. We curse disease and virus. COVID. It has to leave in Jesus' Amen. name. And we thank you, Lord, for your healing power, quickening his mortal body. And we thank you for quick recovery even from this moment forward in Jesus' name. And we pray for his wife, Melania. We thank you, Lord. Again, we curse this COVID in Jesus' name. We command it to leave her body. And we thank you for quick recovery in Jesus' name. And Lord, all the White House staff, we pray for them. Those who have tested positive, we again command this sickness to go from them in Jesus' name and a quick recovery. We thank you for those who've tested uh, negatively that they will not catch this disease in Jesus' name. We pray over all the White House and we thank you, Father, for all the leaders in Congress for the Supreme Court Amen. and for all those in the Pentagon and all those, Lord, in any place of authority, we thank you, Lord, that your healing power covers Washington, yes. D.C. in Jesus' name. And we thank you, Lord, even all across America. We thank, thank you, you for the blessing on our country. You, there, this curse has to go in yes. Jesus' name. It is under our feet. Amen. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name. And we thank you for your healing, just just waves of healing power. Thank you. Waves of healing power. Oh, Resika Mama Labasa Sata, Balansto, Balunsto, Brata, the blood of Jesus cleansing in Setolomosa Sutro, making whole, making well. Abla Flano Numo Soto, the life of God. The quickening power of God. And we know the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man. It makes power available that's dynamic tonight. And it's working. And tonight, Lord, just as Elijah prayed, we pray and we thank you for a change in the atmosphere of the United States of America. We thank you, Lord, for the Holy Ghost, for the awakening, for a turning to God. Hallelujah. For people that have not been in church, getting back into church, desiring you, you, desiring your word, desiring the Holy Ghost. We thank you, Lord. For the return, hallelujah, of Asina Nanzas for Asu Trevesa, Esulushi Kebama Mandu Lubrota. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, Bravega Daladinj Dilisuso. Returning, 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 returning to God. Those Christians that are miserable right now, that are even in, in, in places of anxiety and depression and hurt and, and they don't know what's wrong, we thank you, Lord. The Holy Spirit reminds them that you're the God of peace, that you're the God of healing, that you're the God that can help them and, and protect them and be with them, that you are Emmanuel, God with us. And we thank you, Lord, that as the, the goodness of God is shown to them that they get back in their place in the body of Christ and planted in the house of God in the name of Jesus and we thank you Lord that we have authority over all the power of the enemy so we bind the devil off our country we bind the devil off all 
who are in authority in Jesus' name. And we thank You, Lord, tonight. The freedom, the Holy Ghost and liberty fills this nation. That we're a nation where freedom rings in Jesus' name. We thank You, Lord, for these uh, for these elections coming up. That Your will be done. And the devil has no place. We give him no place in Jesus' name. But it's suta ha mason Oh, brafregano lubo bo bo. Saha, saha, sahale baranzo, merivranged lustica. And your spirit poured out. Your spirit poured out. Oh, upon all flesh. We thank you for it, Father. We give you glory tonight. We give you honor tonight. May Jesus be lifted up and all men drawn to him. Oh, basehe, saha. May they see your goodness. May they see your love. May they know your peace. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. And I thank you, Lord, for total healing in, in her. I thank you, Lord, for total healing in her husband in the name of Jesus. We thank you for it, Father. Healing, healing, healing. The power of God now released into this household in Jesus' name. And we thank you for it, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Let's uh, pray. Stay here, Scarlett. Let's pray for the for the um, this debate that's coming up. Amen. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I just kind of heard the Lord speak to my heart there about the, the election. And... Um, it's a it's a time that we need to kind of all guard our mouth a little bit. You know, I I I I scream at the TV more than anybody probably you've ever seen, but uh, um, I I think that we don't want to sow into the spirit realm. We don't want to sow more anger and sow more division and more strife and more confusion than we already have. Mm-hmm. And so one of the things that we can do. Is if you have to, if you watch a news segment or something that gets a little out of hand, is that if you, if you have to mute it and just speak to that situation and say, peace be still. Amen. In Jesus name. Yes. Because we need to live peaceable lives. Yes. And we're living in a day when the, when, you know, one of the things that one of these groups shouts is no justice, no peace. And they're just determined to, uproot people's lives and livelihoods and those things and mm-hmm. we need to uh we need to just not participate with that amen right. and so i'm preaching to me more than anybody here i'm sure but uh i think that we need to speak words of faith yes. over the election and that we need the holy ghost to get involved in this election i yes. mean he will be, but Amen. we need to agree with that. That's you know? right. That's right. And and pray um, for a godly outcome. Mm-hmm. You know, Amen. for a godly outcome. That's right. And I'm not going to tell you how to vote. You can you follow your own heart and follow your own conscience and follow your own, you know, whatever. But uh, uh, and I don't know. Some pastors really, to me, talk condescendingly to the congregation about how to vote like people's lost their minds and don't know but you know how to vote vote godly vote for the
people that stand for what you believe in. Amen? Yes. And that upholds the Word and upholds Christianity, at least. Yes. If they're not a Christian, they could be a friend to the Christian. Right. So we just thank God. Let's just pray, Lord. We pray for this debate that's going to start here in about an hour. And, Lord, we just thank you that you will get the glory. We know that Vice President Mike Pence is a believer. We know that he is a spirit-filled believer. Lord, you had me sitting next to him at a, at a, at a ceremony and talk to him. And so I feel like there's a connection there. And in the name of Jesus, we surround our brother in the Lord with faith and with peace in Jesus' name. And Lord, I thank you that, that you will that the that presidential debate was just looked kind of like a disaster, but we claim that tonight that something of substance will come out of it that will help this election to take a turn uh, towards sanity and peace and stability. Our nation needs stability in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, Brasita. I just keep keep hearing that word stability. Stability. The ship needs to be up, you know, righted. And it's listing and it needs to be, it needs to be righted in Jesus name and stable and calm in Jesus name. Hallelujah. Lord, the, the nation Seize your mighty hand. Your mighty hand. We, Lord, we do ask for mercy for our nation. And I know there's been great sins that have been committed and great horrible things and atrocities. But Lord, we thank you for your mercy and your grace and your forgiveness and your blood and your love. And we lift up our nation to you in Jesus' name. Yes. And Lord, we pray about the election too for any local officials being elected. And even, even in Pasco County here or Pinellas or, um, or Hillsboro. Lord, we thank you that, that the righteous, when, when the Bible talks about judges too, that when the righteous judges are in office, then there's peace and victory. And Lord, I thank you for that. In Jesus name. Jesus name. Amen. Praise God.